Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, I'm so excited that you're here for today's episode because we're going to talk about overwhelm and some anxious thoughts that might be coming up and how to set better boundaries. And overall, there's so many different directions that I can go with this topic, but I do want to touch on social media because it's a huge part of our world, obviously. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I see things on social media that have me laughing so freaking hard. I could legit like pee my pants. And then sometimes I see things that make me want to take a fork and shove it deeply into my eyeball because I'm so annoyed or frustrated. And truly, it's just a lot sometimes, right? And maybe for you, it's not even social media. You're like, okay, so that's not something that makes me feel overwhelmed at all or something that I need to put boundaries around. Maybe for you, it's about dealing with the heaviness of our world or maybe major transitions that you're going through, or you're just trying to like human in the world today. And you're feeling kind of out of whack because everyone and their cousin wants to zoom with you all the time. Right. Or like you work from home now. So the expectations of your job have changed a lot and people just think that you're always available. And obviously that's That's not great for your mental health. So if any of that you connect with, this is going to be your episode and I'm excited to hear what you think. So when you check it out, please DM me on Instagram or tag it and help me get the message out about this show because I love to hear what you're vibing with and just all of your thoughts and just getting to connect with you more. So before we dive in, I want to make sure you also know there's another cool way that you and I can connect outside of this podcast, which is my totally free pump up text list that you can join. I send out like fun little inspiration text, kind of like if your bestie and a fortune cookie had a baby and I send them a couple times a week um, straight to your phone. So all you have to do to join is you could just text me whatever you want. Say like, hey, Keish, I heard this on the podcast or whatever you want to 512-548-2728. Again, that's 512-548-2728 and you can sign up for totally free. It'll take you like literally 12 seconds. Okay. All right. That being said, I know you're busy. I just wanted to keep you in the loop because it's just a fun way for us to connect outside of here. Now, let's get to the juicy juice. So let's set the stage here. Boundaries and overwhelm. And I really want to start with the social media aspect because I'm actually a really big fan of social media when it's used in a positive and productive way. Like the platform of Instagram in general, I just think is very powerful because it can connect, you know, people with common interests or a stage of life or just different missions. And there's so much power in not feeling alone if you're struggling with something. And it's a really cool way that obviously you can connect with people from all across the globe. And I've built two businesses through social media. So of course it's been super beneficial for that and maybe it has for you too. But I think consumption of social media becomes a real problem when you catch yourself not being able to be present where your feet are or you're choosing to do or not to do certain things just to portray a certain image to strangers on the internet. 
right? Or when your phone is like another limb, it's attached to you and it's taking away from your ability to build real relationships with people that are actually sitting in front of you. Or even if you feel like social media might be a contributor to your, you know, negative self-esteem or like negative self-talk, for example, like you're thinking less of yourself because you're comparing your behind the scenes, no makeup on, messy bun, no bra, just like feeling like hot mess express to somebody else's perfectly curated, you know, content celebrating their life milestones, their new house and their baby and their business and their butt and whatever. And it's just a lot. So first... I think it's really important that you understand that your social media consumption is likely hindering your ability to be either present in your life or it's contributing to you feeling like behind with this weird societal timeline or it's contributing to you feeling stuck to, you know, chase your dreams because you're so worried about what other people are going to think of you. So if you have no boundaries around social media, it might be a great first step to just recognize that it might be a problem, right? Because if you're not aware that it's a problem, then it's hard to actually do anything about it. So what do you actually do? Well, first, I would ask you to do what I did, which again, you know this podcast. It's a come with me, let's figure this out together kind of podcast. So I'm telling you what I'm actually doing and what I've done in in real time because I think that if it could help me, maybe it can help you too, okay? So I like to start with some solid questions that you can ask yourself about social media consumption. Number one, what are the negative ways that social media could be impacting me right now? Number two, what and who could be negatively impacted as a byproduct of me consuming so much social media and comparing myself to other people on the internet that I don't even know the whole story of, might I add, right? And number three, With the time that I'm spending consuming social media, what am I not spending time doing? And I think when we play it out to identify the problems, it's really powerful because we might not be like consciously thinking about some of the problems. And even just letting your brain go to the idea that someone else that you love could be negatively impacted because of your lack of ability to be present if you're glued to your phone or that someone could have their feelings hurt because you might unintentionally be judging them by unrealistic standards that you're seeing portrayed on social media. For example, a significant other because you're judging them unintentionally based off of other standards from how someone's showing up on social media. And that's not really fair because we don't know the whole story, right? Or how much time that you're spending consuming rather than creating a life full of experiences and growing in areas that you deem important to yourself, right? So when you understand the problems of anything, we're just using social media as an example, obviously it raises the necessity for you to want to show up to fix the problem. So when I think about social media, I also like to think of this basic concept of like when you're saying yes to something, you're also saying no to something else, right? Like you're saying yes to watching, I don't know, like dogs dance on TikTok. You might be saying no to sleep. If you're saying yes to watching what everybody on The Bachelor is doing on their Instagram stories, you might be missing out on connection opportunities with the people that are right in front of you. Maybe the person that you are doing life with or opportunities for you to get out there and meet someone or, someone or whatever it is right? Or if you're watching somebody else work out, you might be missing out on the time that you could have just worked out, right? Like you're, you're sitting here like comparing yourself to somebody else who's like lifting weights in the gym. It's like, girl, just go lift the weights in the gym, right? And the point is, I'm not saying don't watch, you know, 
dogs dance on TikToks or random strangers like from The Bachelor on Instagram stories. I'm just saying that we've got to realize with every single choice that we're making, we're taking the time from something else. And when we're more conscious about what we're taking the time from or who could be negatively impacted or the dreams that might not come true because we're not making time for them, then we feel a lot more empowered and convicted that it's time for us to make a different choice. So from there, maybe it's necessary that you start thinking about like time blocks with your phone where you have certain times that your phone's on airplane mode. So you're unavailable for calls or texts and definitely for social media. Or maybe if you struggle with like scrolling at night, you set an alarm on your phone that's reminding you that it's time for you to start getting ready for bed. So you don't just like mindlessly scroll and all of a sudden you're like, it's 11 o'clock, it's 1130, it's 12, holy crap, now I only get five hours of sleep. And then I wonder why I feel anxious or overwhelmed. It's because you're sleep deprived, girl. Because you've been watching those dogs twerk on TikTok, right? So it's really important that, you know, you set some of those boundaries. And what's worked for Stina and I is we never, ever have our phones out when we're eating meals. And we've done this for years and years, um, but it's just a non-negotiable thing that we've just gotten used to. And it creates this awesome space where we're actually spending time together. We're not like worried about what somebody else is doing on the internet. We're like hanging out with each other. And, you know, it's even if you're maybe building a business on social media and you're sharing on say Instagram stories or something like that, what works really well for me is if, for example, Cena and I are on a walk, I might take an Instagram story and then I'll save it and then I'll put my phone away and I'll just post it later. Like you don't have to post that stuff in real time. So point is, if you know that this is an actual issue issue for you in general, or if like something needs to be done for you to set better boundaries, I just really wanted to make sure that I touched on social media because I get so many questions from people and just sometimes it's just like this thing that's overwhelming that doesn't really need to be. Now, that being said, I want to dig into boundaries a little bit um, in life in general. So as you know, boundaries are what we determine we're willing to tolerate and then what we aren't willing to tolerate. Like boundaries teach people how to treat us, but we have to know what our boundaries are so we can teach people, right? So we got to start there. And I don't know about you, but I used to get really annoyed with people that were overstepping boundaries until I realized it was actually my fault because I didn't communicate them. And this is a practice that I always try and take in life. I'm not perfect at this, but I, I'm trying to get really good at this, where when I catch myself wanting to point the finger at someone else, like think about this visually, right? Like pointing the finger at somebody else, I flip it back around and I point that finger at myself and I say, hold on, what can I own here? So for example, you're responding to your boss's emails late at night and you're frustrated Keep in mind, you are literally teaching your boss how to treat you, that he or she is able to text you at night because you're responding to them, right? Or maybe you've got a team um, that text messages you all the time. And in your head, you're annoyed and you feel like you're never off. And then you're maybe even projecting some of that annoyance onto them unintentionally, which is totally unfair, but it's because they don't even know that this is a boundary. And, you know, We're human, which means we're constantly evolving, especially you and I, like women that listen to podcasts about personal growth. Like I know you're my people, which means you're constantly going to be evolving, having different goals in your life, which means we've got to get really intentional about asking ourselves better questions about the boundaries that we have. I hope you are vibing with today's podcast episode and it's giving you some juicy, tangible tips around navigating just overwhelm and anxiousness and boundaries and all of that jazz. But I also wanted to be sure to thank our sponsor of today's podcast episode, which is Organifi. 
if you're not familiar, Organifi is an amazing company. They have an entire line of completely organic superfood teas, plant-based nutrition, and all of these amazing supplements. My fiance, Sina, and I have been using their products for a really long time. We love them all. Otherwise, of course, I wouldn't bring them on as a sponsor of the show. But in particular, I recommend that you check out their protein if you're looking for a new protein. Because what's really cool about all of their products is, of course, everything is organic, hence the name, uh, made with really high quality ingredients. But also, there's no crap in it. There's no fillers and nothing has more than three grams of sugar, including their protein. And we love both of them, the chocolate and the vanilla. I also really love their green juice. If you're looking for a new green juice, you can drink this alone. It doesn't taste like you're licking grass or you can put it into your smoothies. Honestly, it's really incredible. And then the other thing that I'm vibing with a lot in their product line is Harmony, which is their hormone balancing hot chocolate. So definitely check that out. If you're looking for high quality products with really great ingredients at a really great price, Organifi is going to be your go-to. So if you want to check them out, you can head to Organifi.com slash Keisha and use code Keisha for 20% off any item in their store. That's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash K-A-C-I-A. So code Keisha for 20% off any item in their store. And if you're like, ah, like I'm on the freeway, I, like I didn't get to jot that down, check the show notes. There's always good juicy links in the show notes for you too. Or of course, you can always slide into my DMs on Instagram and ask me any questions. Now, without further ado, let's jump back into the show. Like what are the times that you're unplugged and completely off from work? Because right? we often know when the times that we are on, but when are we actually off and unavailable? Like, when are you available for your mother-in-law to call you, right? Or your family to call you, your friends to call you? And when are you not? Maybe there's some boundaries that we can put in place there. And and the other thing to think about that just popped in my head is spaces like that you work in. Because, I mean, I've been working from home for, oh gosh, like six, seven years now. Um, but I do think it's really important to find those spaces if like working from home is new to you or maybe you've got like multiple people that are working in small spaces. Sina and I are adjusting in real time to us now both working from home together. And I think it's really powerful to like just evaluate what spaces you're working in and what spaces you aren't. And, you know, because like all of a sudden it's like, you know, your bed becomes your office and then your kitchen table and then your couch and then your actual office. And then maybe even like while you're peeing, you're answering emails. Like, let's be real. We bring our phones when we pee. Why do we do that? I don't know. But the point is we're navigating a lot in the world right now. And part of this adjustment means also reevaluating our boundaries because we deserve to build lives that we're obsessed with, which means that we need to have boundaries that actually support us and our mental health. And honestly, let's just talk about friendship for a second. I have a very small group of friends that can reach out to me at basically any time, but I also don't put my um, like pressure on myself to text people back right away or to call people back right away. I never apologize if I'm late to texting someone back because if someone texts me, that doesn't mean that I have to text them right back. We have to remember that we're teaching people how to treat us constantly. So I'm not going to text someone and tell them that I can't text them right now simply because they texted me first because then I'm teaching them how to treat me too, that they should always expect a response. Instead, if someone texts me and I don't respond, I'm just going to assume that they know I'm busy. And if I text someone and they don't respond, I'm going to assume that they are busy and I don't make it this big weird thing, you know? 
And isn't it funny? We put all of this pressure on ourselves, how we have to show up, especially as women. And a lot of us that struggle with like people pleasing tendencies, like I want this person to like me. I want them to know that they care about me, but also I want you to like your life and not feel like you're constantly like 800 million tabs open running around. Like you've got all these squirrels dancing in your head all the time. It's like, whoo, we need some boundaries. And actually, speaking of that, another question to ask yourself on boundaries is what channels of communication are open to each person? So for example, you may or may not, uh, may not know that my first business I built was in network marketing and I had a really large team. I still have that business. It's just, I'm not actively building it anymore, but I did not allow anyone that I worked with to text me about work or business related questions to my phone. They had to message me on Facebook, which helped me manage overwhelm. Right. And then also just like keep friendships separate because like when a text message pops up, now I know it's like, it's from a friend. Most likely I'm not doing business related things on my phone like that. And this works the same if you have a corporate team, like, you know, maybe you're in a management role telling your team, Hey, when I'm on, you've got my full attention, but don't expect a response from me on the weekend or after 5 PM or whatever it is that makes sense for you in your role. Because I want you to see an example that you can have boundaries as well and still crush your job and love your whole life. Right. If you've ever managed people, you know, they watch what you do more than what you say, and they're going to model after your example. And that's a very powerful thing to remind yourself that if you're constantly on all the time and there's someone that maybe is working their way up the corporate ladder to eventually one day want to have your job, you're teaching them that that's what it's going to be looking like when they do it too. And while I'm not a mom yet, I do know my own experience with my parents. I remember what they do and how I feel much more than what they actually say. And we're always modeling and teaching people how to treat us in real time. So it's almost like we just have to remind ourselves to take that responsibility. And then one last thing that I wanted to touch on. This is hopefully giving you a lot of juicy, like tangible things, but there was a couple of different areas that I want to touch on. The other thing is if you're consuming a lot of media through like news outlets, I personally do not ever watch the news. I consume very little content on social media as well to protect my mindset. But if I do, I give myself time limits. For example, like 15 minutes in the morning or 15 minutes at night or whatever it is that you need to do to protect your mental health. Having those boundaries is so powerful. And then remember, I know that you know this, but it's just a really powerful reminder. Every single piece of content has an agenda to persuade you on the news. And sometimes we've got so much that's being thrown at us that we don't even actually think straight because there's so much media trying to get our attention, right? Everybody's trying to get our attention. And there's a reason that there's this common term in the news. If it bleeds, it leads. And this is not political at all. I don't care what political affiliation that you have. Both sides have an agenda, right? And a lot of it has to do with advertising spend. If they can keep you watching because they can provoke an emotion out of you, then they're going to have more viewers, which means advertisers are going to spend more to get access to those viewers. It's all this like weird game. Plus, let's be honest, we're responsible for ourselves and consuming a lot of negative content is not great for our brains. And the more negativity that we consume, the more it affects our worldview. So if we feel like frustrated or down or just like, uh, all the time, part of it is because of what we're consuming. And actually, if you haven't checked out the book Positivity by Barbara Fredrickson, it's a really interesting read. And just to kind of give a recap, basically she talks about a bunch of different studies of how more 
the, how much someone watches television, the more violent they judge the world to be. So like if you watch a lot of TV, you think the world is more violent. And you might think that those who watch TV, um, in particular the news, are better informed about what's going on in the world. And those who don't are naive or something, right? Like I literally just told you, I don't watch the news. But that's actually not the case. People that consume a lot of TV grossly overestimate the rates of violence. And people who watch less TV are actually more accurate judges of the degree of risk that we all might encounter going on our day-to-day life. That's literally what Barbara says in her book that's backed up by all of this research. And the same concept would apply to social media, right? If if you feel like you're just like negative or complaining a lot or just like you feel like you're just carrying around an elephant on your shoulders, like it just feels heavy or dark or like you're you're listening to a lot of people on social media that are just bitching all the time or you're you know, consuming content from people that just make you feel like you're inadequate. Girl, why are you following them? Energy is contagious. So curate an environment of what you're consuming to actually serve you and be conducive to your growth and the type of person that you want to become. It's no wonder that we don't feel excited or happy if we're creating this environment in our head and consuming all of this negative content all the time. And at the end of the day, girl, Remember, your life is not going to look like anybody else's because you're gifted a different vision that that person's gifted. And even that random girl that you follow on Instagram, right? Like, remember, you won't ever look like that person or have that person's life because she's also only showing you a sliver of it. So you don't know the whole story. And the cool thing about boundaries is as you're building boundaries, you build confidence because you're keeping promises to yourself. And as you're keeping promises to yourself and getting more confident, you get more secure with yourself and with your path and you make better decisions that feel more aligned, which creates more joy and happiness for you to live your best life. And when you're doing that, you're so much less worried about what other people are doing and what other people's paths are and how it compares to yours, which saves you a whole lot of time and anxious thoughts in general. So like our girl Brene Brown says, random curveball, but I want to leave on a Brene Brown quote. It just feels right, okay? When you don't work your shit out, you work your shit out on other people. <laughs> so cheers to you and this journey where we're getting to show up and learn about boundaries and how to navigate social media and how to navigate life and that we get to do it together. I'm so freaking grateful for you. Thanks for listening into the show. If it resonated with you, please let me know. Share it on social media. Help me get the message out. And I will talk to you soon, girl. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.